people of Earth and Spotify and Anchor podcast listeners. And welcome to this week's news, flashback fun, and slight teaser mini episode. Happy Flag Day birthdays to Lucy Hale and former President Donald Trump. Today's the debuts for 2019's The Dead Don't Rise, the Shaft remake slash sequel, Men in Black International, and the Netflix film Murder Mystery, as and the short-lived Uncle Buck TV series, 2013's Man of Steel, The Gong Show, 1991's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, 2002's Born Identity, and 1996's The Cable Guy. Like zoinks! It also happens to be the 20th anniversary of the first big screen adventure of those meddling kids from Mystery Inc. and a certain food-loving, uh, brave... Great Dane? Hooray? Yes, Scoop. I mean you. Road boy. Woohoo! But I'll be going into greater detail about that on Thursday show. Oh, Ryan got a rate right wrong. Uh, dude, I only have to, you only have to wait two days. Row. Roops. Sorry, Scoop. It was requested by a fan of yours in Hyannis, Massachusetts that I talk about you then. Not today. Go find some Suvi snacks. Okay. Anyways, where was I? Oh, yes. I have some news and shout-outs before this week's flashback fun. Oops, I missed a birthday on last week's show. Dan O'Brien, Elise O'Brien's husband, birthday was last weekend, but I forgot. Congratulations to all the coaches, volunteers, and athletes in both Saturday's Special Olympic of Massachusetts Summer Games and the recent Special Olympics 2022 USA Games in Florida. Medal or ribbon, win or lose, as long as you did your best and had fun, then you are all winners, at least at me, at least in my eyes. Also, congratulations are in order for former life. Special Olympic coach and major Bruin and Celtics fan Justin Setcher and his wife Christine. They became first-time parents on June 10th when their son Mikhail Richard was born right in time for Game 4 of the Celtics game. Sadly, another Hollywood legend went to that studio up in the sky this weekend. 90-year-old character actor Philip Baker Hall passed away. He was a favorite of director Paul Thomas, Paul Thomas Anderson and starred in his films like Boogie Nights and Magnolia. The HollywoodReporter.com reported yesterday, Hall died Sunday night. Los Angeles Times sports writer Sam Farmer, his friend and neighbor, announced no other details of his death were immediately available. With its hangdog face and world-weary eyes, Hall looked as if he had seen it all and was using that knowledge to go forward. That every man actor racked up more than 100 television appearances during his five-decade career, and one of his more endearing characters of late was Walt Klesak, the cankerous neighbor who befriends young Luke Dumphy, Nolan Gold on Modern Family. He also appeared in Seinfeld as Lieutenant Joe Bookman, The Truman Show, Cheers, Murder, She Wrote, 1989 Say Anything, BoJack Horseman, 2003's Bruce Almighty, 
and 2012's Argo. Rest in peace. And breaking news came from Variety hours ago, which had BTS fans' jaws dropping to the floor. During BTS's Festa dinner, which is a part of an annual celebration of their founding, the group announced that they are going on hiatus. <gasps> the group detailed tentative plans for solo projects and explained to fans that they need some time to take an extended break. This year marks the group RM, Jin, Sugar, J-Hope, Jimin, V, and Jungkook ninth anniversary as a band. In the one-hour-long festive video, the members reflect on their successful journey together before going on to discuss their plans to pursue solo work. RM said that while they've accomplished incredible feats as a band, the members still need to develop and mature as individual people and artists. Youch. And better news, behold Squid Game fans, Netflix officially announced that the ultra June 12th, the ultra-violent and ultra-popular South Korean survival drama is coming back with a second, with a super quick teaser confirming, <clears throat> confirming, at least from IGN, IGN, confirming, I mean, with a super quick teaser that IGN stated, IGN.com stated, confirmed the second season is on its way with a quick teaser and a statement that confirms several character returns. Creator Huang Dong-hyuk also issued a statement. It took 12 years to bring the first season of Squid Game to life last year, but it took 12 days for Squid Game to become the most popular Netflix series ever. As the writer, director, and producer of Squid Game, a huge shout-out to our fans all around the world. Thank you for watching and loving our show, said Don Hyuk, who then, who then confirmed several returns. And now, Ji Hun returns. The front man returns. Season 2 is coming. The man in the suit with the Jiyaki... Sorry if I messed that back up. Might be back. You'll also be introduced to Young Hee's boyfriend, Chiyo Su. Join us once more for a whole new round. Speaking of Netflix, their Knives Out 2 title and date is no longer a mystery. Yesterday, IGN stated, almost a year after production on... The long-awaited sequel began. Knives Out 2 officially has a title. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. The title was announced in a tweet by director and writer Ryan Johnson, who's producing the sequel alongside Ram Bergman. In a series of, threat of tweets preceding the announcement, Johnson praises writer Agatha Christie's novels and says that he hopes the sequel will continue to emulate Christie and have every film be like a whole new book. According to a press release, Glass Onion will see the return of Daniel Craig as the eccentric detective Benoit Blanc, who will travel to Greece to solve a new mystery. While in Greece, Blanc will also meet an entirely new cast, 
including Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Dave Bautista, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Autumn Jr., Jessica Henwick, and Marilyn Klein. Glass Onion will release on Netflix this holiday season. But this isn't the last detective we'll see of Benoit Blanc. A third film is already in the works. Oh, and the streamer's Facebook page reported today their Lincoln Lawyer series is returning for a second season. My spidey senses are, are tingling in overtime. Saturday, June 11th, it was announced that a teeny tiny little film from December you may have heard about called Spider-Man No Way Home is web-slinging its way back to theaters. IGN reported the Spider-Men are coming back to theaters. To celebrate 60 years of Spider-Man, Sony re- announced a new fan cut of Spider-Man No Way Home is coming back to theaters under a new title. Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff version. The new cut will hit theaters in the U.S. and Canada on September 2nd. In a tweet from the official Spider-Man No Way Home account, the three stars of Spider-Man No Way Home, Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield, announced the new cut in a jokey video. The clip ends with a meme of the three Spider-Men pointing at one another. Spider-Man No Way Home is the third movie in the Tom Holland MCU films following the events of Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. Holland reprises his role as Peter Parker, this time as he faces off against various villains from the multiverse. Luckily for him, he gets help from other Spider-Men from the other universes, including Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man from the Sam Raimi movies and Andrew Garfield from the Amazing Spider-Man series. Speaking of our favorite web crawler, Variety.com revealed yesterday, Spider-Man, meet your new foe. To cap off an antsy presentation that saw 15 minutes of work in progress footage for the first time, I mean, footage screened for the first time before public audiences, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse director, Joaquim Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson lifted the veil on the film's big bad, enigmatic antagonist known as The Spot. For those who are not hardcore canon nerds, The Spot is one of the deepest cut in Spider-Man's rogue gallery, says co-director Powers. But he has a superpower that really excited our team. His entire body is covered in little interdimensional portals that can send him anywhere he wants to go. Voiced by Jason Schwartzman, the villain will use those portals as weapons against returning web-slingers Miles Morales, Shamik Moore, and Gwen Stacy, Haley Steinfeld, while also bringing new heroes from across the Spider-Verse, like Spider-Man 2099, Oscar Isaac, and Jessica Drew. He's a ray into the fray. Spider-Man Across the Universe is out only in theaters June 2nd, 2023. So less than a year, folks. On to flashback fun. Today I turn my attention to two different June films that have debut anniversaries this week. Turning 34 baseball seasons old tomorrow, June 15th, 2022, is the romantic sports comedy Bull Durham, it hit a grand, it hit a grand slam. Well, 
Okay, technically over 50 million of them in North America, June 15, 1988, and stars Tim Robbins, Kevin Costner, and Susan Sarandon, and was semi-based on writer-director Ron Shelton's minor league experiences. Annie is an enormous minor league baseball fan who each season has an affair with a minor league baseball player and takes them under her wings just for the season. Her passion seems to bring good luck. Her picks always go on to have the best year as a player. But this season, she's torn between two players of the Durham Bulls, her hometown's minor league baseball team in Durham, North Carolina. Abby Calvin Laouche, an up-and-coming wild pitcher with a wicked fastball, or experienced veteran minor league catcher Crash Davis, who is brought in to rein in Abby's temper. At the time, baseball movies weren't even a practical commercial prospect, and every studio passed aside from Orion Pictures, which gave Shelton just a nine mil. A $9 million budget, creative freedom, and an eight-week shooting schedule. And due, even so, due to their enthusiasm for the material, many cast members accepted salaries lower than their usual pay. According to IMDb.com, Kurt Russell, who helped Ron Shelton make the script, also played minor league baseball in the early 1970s. It may be just a week before the unofficial the official start of those summer nights. But guess what movie came into theaters 44 years ago, June 16th, like Grease Lightning going down the three-quarter mile. It's the iconic high school musical Grease, starring John Travolta, Soccer Channing, the late Jeff Conway, and Olivia Newton-John. The successful film, which doesn't need, even need a recap, danced away with $395 million dollars. It earned one Oscar nomination for Best Original Song for Newton-John's only solo song, Hopelessly Devoted to You. Its 1982 sequel, Grease 2, starred Maxwell Caulfield and Michelle Pfeiffer. But, uh, the less about that universally hated and panned sequel, the better. A Paramount Plus prequel series, Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies, is filming as we speak. Did you know that the your the one that I want sequence was filmed in just one afternoon? And due to zipper breaking, Dame Olivia Newton-John had to be sewn into the trousers she wears in the last sequence in the Rydell High School carnival scene. And this movie was actually cast before John Travolta signed on to do Saturday Night Fever in 1977, which ended shooting two days before this one and started. Here's a sneak peek of what's coming up on this week's Midday Movie Madness, Jurassic World Dominion roared past the Top Gun sequel to take the box office throne, the tale of human astronaut Buzz Lightyear, the basis of Toy Story's Buzz, gets ready to wait for it, go infinity and beyond. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist when it launches into theaters. What? Lady Gaga might star in the Joker sequel as Harley Quinn, and it's a musical? 
All this and lots more, so be sure to tune in to 90.7 WKKL this Thursday at 2 p.m. Cape Cod time or stream it from anywhere in the entire world at WKKL.FM. You can also find the Facebook Live Breaks on Midday Movie Madness's Facebook page and Anchor Podcast later that day as well. Until then, my loyal listeners, stay safe and watch lots of movies. Bye.